always, again, is our illustrious co-host and audio engineer, Jeff Cardello. Jeff, how's things going? Um, equally as great. Awesome. awesome. If not more or less, like I don't know. Some banter and, and very personal. Very, very personal. Yeah. So that about covers that. Check that off the list. Check. Hey guys, we have an amazing guest tonight, and I'm going to introduce her. She's a stand-up comedian here in Phoenix, and runs her own show at the Third Space in downtown-ish. Yeah, downtown. Yeah, uh-huh. I'll call it downtown. Yeah. Um, close enough for me. This is Erin Alco. Hi. Hi. Tell, so what's something you want to tell the world about yourself? Oh, let's see. What's something I want to tell the world? Uh, just been my main focus has just lately been working on the comedy show, and oh, cool. I was telling Jeff that we have a show coming up, and oh, that's exciting! Yeah, we have something with uh, we're doing a show with Jackie Cation, so a lot of my energy's been going toward that. Oh, and then, sure, sure. Uh, she's great. Yeah, just kind of decompressing from the work day, and that's about it. Awesome. We're gonna go ahead then and uh, and jump into our what uh, people tune in for, which is we're gonna randomly select one of the hot button topics of the day, and we're going to thoroughly, exhaustively, and completely answer that question. So I have laid them out in front of you. If you want to okay. pick one and then read it to the listeners. All right, I have. What is the deal with the ocean? What is the deal with the ocean? I think you should stay out of the ocean right just now. Just stay out of it. Just stay out of it. Stay oh, out of it. Man. There's there's sharks attacking people constantly. Stay out wow. of the water till they figure that out. It's beautiful to look at. Stay on the beach. Stay away from the sharks. Now I've heard, statistically speaking, that you're more likely to swallow to choke on a roll of quarters than you are to be eaten by a shark. But I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. I never it's, stuck a roll of quarters in my yeah, life. Yeah, I'd be a lot more popular and wouldn't be here with you guys if I could swallow a roll of quarters. <laughs> yeah, w- where is this data being pulled from? Bankers? Oh. <laughs> it's the quarter industry. <laughs> I don't know. More ban- propaganda. More bankers <laughs> die. You know, you might just be walking down the side of the road and somebody drives by and throws a roll of quarters at you. I've never swallowed a quarter, let alone a roll. I've never, I've never swallowed a quarter either, but... I have heard it's a thing that happens, yeah. and I think my dad said it happened to one of his brothers. Huh. And his his dad, my grandfather, had to, like, watch him go to the bathroom and look for this. But quarters are different then. Quarter, yeah. That's they were true. probably wooden. <laughs> <laughs> you could buy like an entire Lincoln Continental with them. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, a, a quarter went a lot further than yes, it does it now. Now it I can went, see why it's a whole roll. That went, makes sense. It's inflation. The, went yeah. all the way through someone's intestinal tract. Yeah, so yeah. That's, yeah, that's pretty okay. far for a quarter to go. Yeah. Then or now. Yeah, yes. really. That, that is still far to go. Yeah. But uh, I, I hear people getting mm-hmm. eaten by sharks, but not too much with not the quarters. Being a person who's lived in Arizona most of his life, I am terrified of the ocean. Um, within the last couple of years, I've been in the ocean twice, and each time uh, was equally terrifying. I uh, waves, 
The question might have to be, what's the deal with waves? Because I do not know how to navigate through those as a swimmer. Yeah, and there's undertow, and you can get pulled out yeah. and everything else. Yeah, so we, we were in Mexico one time, and a guy that was staying in the house next to us stepped on a stingray. Oh. And yeah. him in the foot. The last time I was in the ocean, I stepped on a glob of tar, of like oil. Oh, oh. And, you know, I had come back from swimming and I was like cleaning off and I saw this big black mark on the bottom of of my foot. Mm -hmm. And the thought was, oh my God, how long has that been there? Is that cancer? (laughs) Um, (laughs) So... I eventually figured out, I'm like, oh, it smells chemically. And then I'm like, it was, you know, this moment of like, oh, yeah, we've totally fucked up uh, yeah. our environment. I am like, uh, you know, the, the, the otter or, or whatever sea creature who's been doused in oil. I, I feel their, their pain. So like, oh, wait, it peels off. Cancer doesn't do that. Yeah. yeah. So. yeah you, you, apparently you can just squirt a little bit of Dawn dish liquid on it and they play music on a commercial <laughs> and it comes right off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they show those commercials on YouTube and so my four-year-old daughter has seen them mm-hmm. and she asked us the other day if we've ever considered Dawn Ultra because it gets your dishes oh. clean. Well, hey. Like, oh, how did you know that? I didn't, but they didn't YouTube? count on that being their target market, did they? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> doesn't buy dish detergent that often. So that often, be, yeah. yeah. She does have a favorite brand. Well, that's good. That's important. Yeah. So, I mean, wh- when is the last time uh, you've been to the ocean? I haven't been to the ocean probably since I was in high school. I used to go with my family to North Carolina, and we would go to the beach every year back before people were getting mauled. Okay. Mauled? Is that the correct word by sharks? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, mauled. That you can get mauled by a shark. Yeah. I'm yeah. used to thinking of mauled as bears. Yeah, or but dogs, but. Or dogs. Yeah. yeah, but a shark could maul, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What uh, or what about like big surf? Our little slice of the ocean right here in the desert. Sometimes what is... I forget that big surf exists. It's a water park. It is. Oh, okay. Yeah. Where is it? It's a uh, temp like Scottsdale Road in McAllops. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. What. It, that sounds West Side-ish to me for some reason. Big oh. Surf, I don't know. Oh. <laughs> I just immediately associated with that. Yeah. Oh what, well, what it's a wave it? pool. Oh, it okay. generates a wave, and um, people swim and s- actually surf. We may be talking about surfing here on the Wednesday really? morning surf oh, report. It's a first. Hey. It's a first. <laughs> it's <Yeah>. first time. <laughs> um, but yeah, and then it, there, there's a movie that mench- a movie about surfing that. Me- it's a fictional movie where okay. um, a young man trains to surf at Big Surf, and then he becomes a championship surfer. Really? I want to say Endless Summer too. I don't know. And it really took place there, or they filmed it there? It's, or what? It, it, it was filmed. It was filmed there. Okay. So. Um, Jack Kerouac wrote a novel called Big Sur <laughs> about the city in California. Yeah. Big Sur. But when I was in high school. I just assumed it was a play on Big Surf. Yeah. And like a. It was a parody. Was, yeah, yeah. yeah. He was just talking <laughs> just about. Like, that. Wow, that's really weird that he would be that he would be talking about uh, he would be talking about some water park in Arizona. Yeah. Another interesting uh, trivia fact about that is I have never 
I have never actually been there. I've never. I didn't even know it existed. Wow. Well, I guess I'm the seasoned veteran you of are. Big Surf. I have been to Sunsplash. Maybe okay. half a dozen. I've heard times. of that, but I've never been there. That yeah. is the one. If you drive on the 60. Oh, okay. Um, it. Uh, you can see it from the freeway. Oh, okay. And this wasn't a trick. We didn't try to try to torment them with this, but. When our oldest son was like three or four, uh-huh. he just saw lights and slides and amusement park looking stuff, and he thought that was Disneyland. <laughs> and we were just driving him past Disneyland all the time and never taking him. Oh, wow. Oh. So you you never had to go to the Magic Kingdom. Like, you, you took him there and you are like, okay, we got Disneyland yeah, out of the way. Is, here's Disneyland, yeah. <laughs> uh, we probably, I probably could have gotten away with that, um, except my wife loves Disneyland. Wow. She's big into Disneyland. And, uh, There's no sharks at Disneyland, though. There's no sharks. I don't think so. No, don't, they have that submarine ride, though. I did, yeah, and it is Finding Nemo, and there was a oh, shark okay. in Finding Nemo. Well, I so. was there way before that. So Disneyland yeah. is California, Disney World is Florida, though, this right? Is correct. Okay, yes. then I've been to Disney World. Okay, Disneyland. and that's the one okay. I have not been to. Yeah, I, would, I went when I was about four, and it just... Oh, okay. uh, I, I don't really remember, remember much. It wasn't, <laughs> wasn't that... Yeah, it's hard memorable. to remember things when you were four. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. So the ocean, yeah, it's vast, it's deep, um, it's full of various life forms, some which may yet be undiscovered, right? Giant squid. Giant squid. Yeah. Uh, there is a Texas-sized mass of plastic floating around it somewhere. Oh, wow. Oh, that's still going on. They can't. Grab that yet, or I think they're chase it off somewhere. I think they're. What are they gonna do with it? Push it off on some other country. Yeah. <laughs> I don't throw know. It in the, throw it back in the ocean. Yeah, throw it back I in the ocean. Get out of the Atlantic and throw it in the Pacific. Just kind of, just kind of push it along over to yeah. some other yeah. continent. I, I, I did hear Maybe they could build condos on it. Yeah. yeah. No, I did hear on NPR there was like um, a young man who had a startup company who had some sort of solution for getting for scooping up all the plastic in this little area but um i do not recall the name of this company would lighting it on fire be frowned upon i mean what's more damaging lighting uh, you Texas know size plastic on fire or just letting it float around at this point it might be good just to get it out of there so yeah, yeah let's torch it is yeah. it is it like a some sort of a not really a sponge, but is it attracting animals? Are there things caught it's, up in it? It's a it's a whole bunch of plastic bags, and it was from, oh in like the late nineties. That yeah. movie American Beauty was really popular, so all these kids were like collecting plastic bags, and then they just all threw them out at once. <laughs> is that really? They're like, wait a minute, this movie's yeah. overrated, and they just yeah. all yeah. Oh wow! Nobody had watched it all the way to the end. Yeah. I have a friend that loves that movie. Says it's like the greatest movie ever. I've never watched that movie. I think it's. I I watched it at the height of its popularity. Oh, yeah, I saw it. When I'm it like, oh yeah, I saw that. Yeah. So it's as useful to you as this giant mass of but plastic. There's a, yeah, there's it a, is. The there's a character in it who like is supposedly like really deep and philosophical, and so he films a plastic bag like in the wind, oh, just kind of spinning around and, and watches it 
for a long time. Oh, God, that sounds pretentious. It's, yeah. yeah, there's that. Yeah. There is that. The first time I saw the ocean was uh, at Coronado Island in San Diego. Uh-huh. We went to this little event, maybe you've heard of it, called the San Diego Comic-Con. Um, and, <laughs> like, the second day we were there, somebody was like, hey, as long as we're here, let's go see the ocean. And uh, I grew up more or less uh, between Illinois and Arizona, so I had never seen it. Mm-hmm. And I was wearing a tie and a long sleeve dress shirt, and I kicked off my shoes, and I ran into the ocean <laughs> fully dressed. <laughs> you were ready for that. I was, yeah. It was pretty fun. That sounds good. Pretty fun. Yes, the ocean. The yes. ocean. Yes, the ocean. Yes. Um. Hmm. What about what was how about you, Jeff? What was the first time you saw the ocean? Uh. Well, when I was a little kid, I was raised in Southern California, so oh, okay. I saw the ocean out uh, there on the horizon. Uh-huh. Um. But yeah, I've I've always kind of feared the ocean, and um, I don't know. I did finish my last like six college credits uh, studying marine biology oh, wow. um, off the coast of Oregon, so I was quite involved with the ocean there. Uh, so, so, so this is kind of like the uh, uh, crazy ex situation when I bring it, up the ocean. It is. Okay. It's complicated. <laughs> yeah. Me and the ocean. She's seeing a plastic bag now. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that's, uh, that's unfortunate. I love the ocean. Love it going to it and being around it and all that stuff. I can tell I'm very much in the minority in this room, though. But I think uh, it's nice to okay. see. I don't. I just don't want to be in it. I wouldn't want to reason. live there, sure. Yeah. Like, in... Unless, like, I don't know, would it be fun to live in a Spongebob cartoon, do you think? Or would it be... Sure, why not? And would it, would it get old? I'm sure it would get old. Spongebob yeah. probably gets old. I mean, you have a little girl. I'm He's sure you'd watch a lot of Spongebob. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I've I have never watched an entire episode of Spongebob. I don't think I have. It's definitely <laughs> one of those things that started out being really great and really weird, and then it just kind of is now. Yeah. My kids still like it, I think, but... It jumped my, a shark. Yeah, somewhere. my daughter's never really <laughs> been into it. Uh, yeah, literally, it jumped a shark. Oh. Um, but uh, in in the episode, SpongeBob jumps a shark. Okay. On like Evil Knievel did, like they yeah. did on Happy Days, yeah. or oh, okay, That'd be cool. Actually, I don't know if I've ever seen a shark on SpongeBob, but that guy, the guy who created that, was legitimately a marine biologist. Okay. So I. I Huh. imagine that must be what well, the, then the ocean is like. Yeah, it's probably yeah, it's pretty, pretty factual pretty then, accurate, right? Yeah. 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 Jeff, why did you break up with the ocean? Why did, uh, why did you get out of the ocean <laughs> business? I don't know. Um, did you have an, a specific ocean animal when you were studying marine biology? or? Um, I or? studied some invertebrate uh, zoology. Um, okay. You know, some nice... Uh, some, some crabs, some... Oh, yeah. Uh, sea urchins. There's a lot of gross little creatures. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot exactly. of gross creatures in the ocean. But um, 
yeah, it was fascinating. I'm glad that that I was able to do that. And uh, yeah, where where I studied it, you know, it was very close to the ocean, and there was um, like a fish processing plant right oh, no. near it. And when they fired that That's thing sad. up, uh, oh, that was one of the worst smells that I've ever imagine. smelled yeah. in my life. Oh. Which brings me to the subject of cuttlefish. Have you ever tried, tried cuttlefish? I've never tried cuttlefish. I have not. Oh, well, it's a dried, um, it might be a squid, but it's a dried, salted meat of the ocean that uh, basically uh, tastes what I would imagine like a decomposing whale would taste like. Oh. It's so it's very, not like a sardine? It's, yeah, not like, no? it's like... Intense, very intense. Sounds, that sounds like it. Yeah, but I think it, it's like a, something. Is it that kind of intense flavor? Like I always think of well, sardines, for example. Yeah, that's what I, I was think of stuff yeah. like that as being old man food. Yeah, like it's this progression that you go through in your life because when you're a little kid, you really like bland food uh-huh. because. You have these young taste buds and everything. Anything that's strongly flavored just overwhelms you and kind of knocks you out and you can't handle it. Yeah. And then as you get older and you can taste less and less, you have to be like, it's kind of like a heroin addict or something. You have to <laughs> get stronger and stronger stuff just to just to feel anything. So like Sardines and heroin, I can see By it. the time you're like <laughs> 75, yeah, you're drinking like clam juice. And, yeah. Huh. Yeah, I mean, it, it's interesting you bring you bring I'll that up. Horseradish. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I recently started. Like, I always thought this was the grossest thing in the world, but mm-hmm. lately I've been enjoying some raw oysters. Okay. okay. Huh. I don't, I don't know that I've had them raw, but I, I did just have a gumbo. Okay. With like one giant oyster. Yeah. In the in the bottom of the bowl. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, basically, it's like having the ocean which <laughs> which is actually good yeah it's actually good yeah <coughs> sounds like it might be salty or something i had something over the weekend it was some sort of appetizer it was some sort of shell like a clam shell type thing i don't even know what it was like a, a muscle butter. yeah like probably, something probably like that muscles. yeah and i tried yeah. one and it was like okay that's enough yeah yeah good. and i i don't know i never really i don't get too much into seafood like that yeah, I, I occasionally will find myself craving it. Mm-hmm. I was at the grocery store yesterday in the freezer section, and I saw a box of frozen fried clam strips. Oh, okay. And I was like, I would never buy that and eat that, but some clam sounds really yeah, good. Yeah, it sounds yeah. like it would be good, yeah. I, I eat tuna a lot for lunch, but then I think... Mm-hmm. It's not really seafood. That's, it's like yeah, it, it, it. It just seems so such a, a gateway to larger fish. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that's the that's the the seafood that you give to the person that won't eat seafood. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's exactly. that's how I see it. Yeah. <laughs> not too much like having the ocean. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, there's always that thing living in the desert. Ordering fish always feels a bit strange. Yeah. To me. Yeah. Yeah, because you wonder where it came from yeah. and how long ago and what what type of life it how lived in between it, time. And, yeah. yeah, how did it get here? Of which I did actually 
Okay, there's no scientific data directly linking this restaurant to me getting food poisoning, but uh, the salt cellar, I, I might have to edit that out. Um, <laughs> You know the salt cellar's uh, tough henchman. Yeah. yeah, but um, I definitely got food poisoning from some bad seafood. Yeah, not good. I've seen. T- have you seen the Chinese Cultural Center? They have a grocery store there. Yes. On, I think it's yes. on Forty Fourth, and they have all of these tanks filled with fish and it's like where did these come from and how did they get here and how long have they been here and yeah, yeah. it always seems like kind of murky water and it's like oh that's what that looks like when it's not all cut up and yeah. it's alive and swimming around and, and, yeah, and, yeah. I, don't, yeah. I don't like the feeling of meeting my food beforehand while it's still alive I don't yeah know. <laughs> yeah i've it. yeah yeah i've been there a couple times but um the last time i went there i was i don't know i i was already starting to feel a little bit sick and when I got in front of the of the the tanks full of fish, I just started. I was really overwhelmed. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. I just felt like myself sweating. It's like, ugh. Yeah, it's not. It's not too pleasant. And then they have the duck that's hanging in there and mm-hmm. oh area yeah, and on a on a spit or something, and just all sorts of interesting things. Yeah, but um, yeah, I saw. What did I see there? Oh, like uh, prepackaged jellyfish. Oh. Oh. Yeah, huh. in kind of a foil type thing. Of course, I had to squeeze it because. Probably. Yeah. Well, who doesn't? Yeah. Why wouldn't you? Yeah. Who doesn't want to? So it's not like a dried thing. It's still. Yeah, it's just. Spongy and wet. Spongy. And... Yeah. Jelly like. Seen the octop- the frozen octopus. I don't know how they talk the octopus into doing this before they freeze it, but they're like curled up into a perfect sphere. And we're back from break. I hope everyone uh, enjoyed the break. I hope everyone grabbed their favorite snack of the sea. (laughs) A jellyfish or two. Yeah, we were talking about appetizers a little while ago. Um, Does anybody else do this? When you go to Costco and they give you a sample of something, do you try to pretend that you've never tasted that thing before? You're like, what is this? (laughs) Like, a chicken nugget? Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I mean, that's... I've had experiences at Trader Joe's where Mm -hmm. I I actually have never tasted what was being served, like... I could see that happening. Yeah, there, yeah. I was there last week, and they had a sample, and it was complete bullshit. It was <laughs> it was pumpkin ravioli with, oh, like, I this ricotta, like, yeah. spiced. It's like, this sucks. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's that's disappointing when, the, when either the sample's bad, or you think you just tasted the greatest thing in the world, you take it home, and it's like, yeah. yeah. It, was, it was to the point of... Me wanting to spit it out, point of that. But I still <laughs> swallowed it. That sounds really bad, but... Um, well, you were polite about it. So. <laughs> yes. Ugh. guess it sounds better than it actually was. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. And then, um, as we all know, Fresh and Easy is... All the locations are closing. That's so sad. Oh, yeah. That's true. Yeah. I liked Fresh and you Easy. You know why? No free samples. No free samples. Maybe. I know. It all comes together now. Yeah. 
But um, I was actually there last night, and it it looked like um, some sort of horrible tragedy had befell, befallen, befell the nation. Like, just the 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 shelves were bare, and it was like, you know, the only things available were like magic shell syrup and like <laughs> like hash browns yeah so it's like kind of apoc- apocalyptic and you feel like it's the end of the world old recipe with that. yeah yeah yeah, yeah which, which and magic shell which oh you know it just reminded me of the fact that if shit really went down i would be so unprepared yeah. Like my pantry, it's like, oh, I guess I'll survive in the apocalypse with these th- three outdated cans of uh, Chef Boyardee and this expired um, glass jar of Laura Scudder's peanut butter. Like, it's <laughs> bad. Yeah. I, I think I would have a bunch of spices that I've bought thinking I was going to cook with and never used. Mm-hmm. Uh, Come uh, yeah, I've got stuff like that, and I, a couple bags of lentils that I've bought and never cooked, and yeah. some black beans and stuff like that that's probably a couple years old, and that's about yeah. it. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm really bad at, at, at buying food and not using it. Oh, like, me too. I cleaned out my kitchen fairly recently, but I had things that were, like, six years old. Yeah, where I'm like, I see that, yeah. I'm like... But, you know, it always brings to mind what what is allowed to, like, what are the food items that don't go bad? Like, like this bag of rice from Obama's first term. Like, does this go bad? Like, well, and I've, I've I learned. Mean, apparently yeah, I've heard that, too. I've, I've learned the hard way what does go bad. I've learned that, like, if you shove a cucumber in a crisper drawer for a few months, it will all lose its liquid and all flatten out. Yeah. Or uh, it will turn too liquid. Or it, yeah, the, yeah, it will turn too. Maybe that's what happens. Yeah, and I've yeah. I've been known, uh, particularly in the workplace, that uh, I've eaten some old yogurt that was really old. And I really think though that like it, with Greek yogurt, you can't tell. Uh, you can eat six month old Greek yogurt, still tastes the same. Okay. And I really think though that since I started having that happen that I've never gotten sick. So, oh, yeah, it's... Some yeah, I, I, I used to have trouble with... Yeah, I used to have trouble with allergies and get, get sick when the seasons changed. Never happened, and I, hmm. I think it's the old Greek yogurt. Yeah, that is a secret to good health. It's yeah. life hack. Yeah, yeah. 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 I'm going to be one of those old ladies on on Yahoo News that turned 100 and credits it to yeah. eating old yogurt. You've never seen Hercules get a cold. Yeah, exactly. So. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, my, I mean, my parents buy, like, the huge vats of yogurt that just sit in the refrigerator, and and that grosses me out for some reason. Like, when I go over there, they're like, oh, Jeff, have some yogurt. It's like, yeah. how long has this been in there? Yeah, you gotta Which, check for the yogurt water on top. Oh, man, the yo- that grosses me out. Yeah. Yeah. But at the same time, I have a refrigerator where in my fruit and vegetable drawer... I have two, well, they were once pears, and now they're just the desiccated skins of yeah. pears that they had been there that long, and I have yet to remove them. They're mummified pears, and if you, if he does move them, there will be a, a pharaoh's curse. Well, yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. I mean, they've got to be your good luck pears, right? Yeah. I mean, you want to keep them there for some reason. 
That was yeah. That was the secret to mummification. Was they would just pairs wrap them up in pairs. Yeah. yeah. Oh. yeah. I've heard actually that I read this recently or a couple of, maybe a year or two ago that sushi was invented by they would take the fish and like wrap it up in rice and seaweed uh-huh. and bury it and the the rice would rot but it would somehow keep the fish from rotting and they'd be like oh i'm gonna go dig up some fish now wow and, yeah it seems like rice rotting doesn't seem for some reason i don't think of rice as rotting i i don't it's one of those things yeah, i haven't yeah, discovered yet yeah. i guess yeah tell you the life cycle of Greek yogurt, but that's <laughs> But yeah, I I waste a lot of money on groceries. Yeah. I, like I'm I might as well just take the bag when I come home and just throw it in the dumpster because yeah. that's what I end up doing anyways. Yeah, I end up just throwing out a lot too. And it's always the the stuff that you bought with like really good intentions uh-huh. like you're never cleaning out your freezer and you're like oh no these pizza rolls went yeah. bad yeah oh, i totally forgot i had a pint of ice cream in here yeah or this bag of potato chips somehow sat here and i didn't know about it it's I, always the I have had ice, yeah i have had ice cream get all crystally and gross but that's much rarer yeah. yeah yeah something good yeah something good goes bad oh my cabbage <laughs> <laughs> but the uh, the five pound bag of bite sized Snickers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that doesn't gone. go That's bad. That's gone right away. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I mean, I've had like a gallon of milk in my refrigerator, and I've come back weeks later. Oh, no. to open my refrigerator, and it's been to the point where it's like separated. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've gotten up before and been like. Something died in here, but I'm gonna go to work and I'll figure it out later. So yeah, so I don't know how, I don't know what they do at the food place, <laughs> the, the the farm, the dairy, wherever they make cottage cheese. Wherever they make the food. Because yes. you can make cottage cheese in your own refrigerator by not drinking your milk for a long time. Okay. But it definitely doesn't smell like cottage cheese when you pour it out. Oh. No. You're like, wow, this must There's got to be death. some sort of trick to it somehow. Yeah, there's, there's some some extra ingredient. Probably pears. Yeah, yeah. probably. <laughs> probably. That, that could be it. Um, yeah. Refrigerators contain many mysteries. <laughs> that, is, that is true. The ocean contains many mysteries, and we're we're diving in like uh, Jacques Cousteau to yeah. bring these important matters to light. Yeah. <laughs> How can we bring these things together? Do you want to go? To- one time, one time, um, we went to the beach in Mexico. And we got there right in the middle of a jellyfish swarm. They swarm? They apparently do. Huh. So we went down to the we went down to the beach. Like we got there. Usually takes us about we, we try to leave like mid morning or so and then we get there around like three or four in the afternoon and the kids had been in the car. Everybody was like restless and we ran down to the beach and you could just see them probably dotting the water like four feet apart oh, just that'd be gross. so many so many uh, jellyfish and then they would 
they were dying off like oh, in swarms too. Yeah. So the like we went out the next morning and they were dead all over the beach and apparently that was like uh, a clear signal for the stingrays to come in. Oh. Because then like the next three days we just saw them like three feet apart. They were everywhere. Wow. And uh, yeah, I I don't think my wife has gone back in the ocean since then. That would that would do it. Yeah. At least not in Mexico. I yeah. Think. She did go. We went to um, went to the to the beach in L.A. last summer. Uh huh. Or the summer before. My only experience with going to Mexico was uh, the year mm-hmm. that I moved to Arizona. Okay. I moved here in nineteen ninety six. My boyfriend at the time's family wanted to go camping on the beach over fourth of july weekend and oh, i had never okay. been camping that sounds I lovely never, oh. i would never camp again because <laughs> of that i am not a happy camper okay uh, it was 125 degrees down in oh, mexico well. okay. and we were sleeping in tents on the beach and it was the most horrible experience yeah. of my life <laughs> Yeah, there's definitely, I've definitely talked to a lot of people, because it's, it's really close, for people that don't live in Phoenix, it's really close to here to get to, like, Rocky Point. Yeah, and, that's where we went, was Rocky yeah. Point. And they've definitely got it down to a science, almost. It's very, like, segmented. There's the beach where all the RVers, and then I guess the campers, uh-huh. like that section, and then there's the section of town where all the drunk college kids stay. Yeah. And and then there's like the older um kind of more historic district. Yeah. And then like one street is just all the fish markets. And then as you as you start to go south out of town, you get into these nicer and nicer houses that yeah. people rent. I would like to see that. I would mm-hmm. I would go back if I stayed in a hotel. I would not camp again. Yeah. I would not deal yeah. with outhouses that seemed like they hadn't been moved in 20 years no yeah wild dogs roaming the beach stuff like that we haven't camped there i've heard that that beach as a beach itself is a little nicer because it's more sandy Uh but maybe you can correct that i I don't even know the the whole thing seemed horrible to me it might have been beautiful it might have been nice but the whole the whole thing i had come from Pennsylvania had never mm-hmm. been in that kind of heat before. Oh, and so 125 okay. at the ocean and... Yes. Yeah, that's pretty Having pretty to spend horrible. the weekend in a tent and everything else, it was just that's, too much, yeah. a little too overwhelming for me. <laughs> I can imagine. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm with you. Yeah. Yeah, I've, I've, I haven't spent a lot of time in Mexico. I should. We're, I'm so close to it, I have not explored it. Mm-hmm. Like... I missed out on that whole like spring break, go to Mexico. Like, oh, me too. That yeah. wasn't my scene. My brother, he was all about that. Um, I remember him coming back from Rocky Point one time with this huge uh, cooler full of clams that there was like an expiration date, so we had to eat all these clams <laughs> within like four days. Were they dated? How were they? <laughs> I don't know. It was just uh, check the date on the bottom. They, of the they are, yeah. Yeah. It was a, a race to beat the clock of the, the clams. The clam clock expired. The clam clock. We oh. we did that one time where we I got a bunch of people at work. Everybody gave me ten dollars, and then I went down and just bought as much shrimp as I could buy with that. And we had a huge. I froze it in the house that we rented. Yeah. Brought it back up here, thawed it out, and 
cooked it all and they have yeah. a guy that sells seafood out of the back of a truck on the way down to maricopa yes along the 143 yes. and you can uh, buy uh you can buy uh seafood Mm-hmm. And it's always in the summer, in the dead of the summer, and he's he it's claims he, yeah. yeah he goes down the rocky point and picks it up and brings it back up and yeah. you know it just never really seems huh. appetizing. Yeah, yeah, I've I've never bought any roadside food, so I yeah I well I guess I have bought off of a food truck. Yeah, but, food trucks are getting popular, but, but this is yeah. this is the original. This is a food different. Truck. Yeah, this is a slightly different kind of food truck. Yeah, I've never bought in the food trucks in Mexico. I'm still a little gun yeah, shy there. Yeah, I don't think I but, would want uh, that. Apparently, in the uh, lovely scenic town of Gila Bend, Arizona, oh. right outside of that, there are shrimp farms. Farms. So yeah, free range shrimp. Yeah, I'm. I'm guessing. Do they get to yeah. frolic and play all day? <laughs> they do. <laughs> Is that how it works? Grass fed. Yeah. Grass fed shrimp. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yep. They. Uh, shrimp um, farms. And then they were gonna. They were gonna kill the shrimp, and this spider went in the barn and wrote the words "some shrimp." Yeah. And then they're like, "Oh, we can't kill these shrimp," and so then they were. I don't know how that story ends though. They did end up saving Charlotte, didn't they? Yeah, okay. I really? think. Did they? I thought it had a tragic Does the ending. Die? Something dies. No, I think Charlotte well, dies. Spoiler yeah. alert: the, Charlotte dies. The spider yeah. dies. That's right. Yes. Yeah. But and, the, what do they do? Do they have them in tanks? Do they have them? How did, how are they doing this? I'm, I, I'm, I mean, I'm imagining curious. they just dig a bit big. Big hole, shrimp pit. A big shrimp pit and fill it with water, and then they, a shrimp pit. They. <laughs> buy a whole bunch of comic books and they're like let's order as many sea monkeys as we can oh okay well that makes sense i wonder yeah. if the people that made blackfish know about this because i think that they should be they should, should be check investigated it out. Yeah, yeah they should maybe, investigate that maybe, yeah we yeah. need to liberate these shrimp yeah shut down shrimp world <laughs> but yeah that's because you go there and i don't know if anybody has been but uh um the the big claim to fame is there's a there's a restaurant with a UFO on top of it, and uh, and where is this? It's in Gila he- he- Bend. Bend. Yeah, and actually, I heard that most of that uh, hotel burnt down at one. Like it used to be a lot cooler. Oh, okay. Um, but um, yeah, it's like the UFO hotel. How does the UFO tie in to it and the shrimp? I wonder if that's. I think they might be unrelated. <laughs> okay, but, all right. But you go and you get gas because it's if you're leaving from Phoenix to go to San Diego. Uh huh kind of where you like turn to get on the the interstate 40 to go to san diego so it's more just a a junction okay so like a tourist trap off the highway like the thing when you're going down yeah but there is a there is like an airport and i think there might be a tiny air force installation or something there because there's also like Maybe that's where they're keeping the aliens. There's a yeah aliens secret on. alien base. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Area fifty one. Yeah, that a type of stuff. Yeah, yeah. There. yeah. Yeah, the shrimp pit is just a cover for the aliens. Yes, yeah. yeah. a front business. Yeah, really. Yeah, because it's weird too. Because the shrimp are like four feet tall and yeah. gray, and they talk to you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And sometimes they, when they stare at you, you lose track of time, and uh, <laughs> you wake up and your butt hurts. <laughs> Nanu nanu. That's interesting. That would be weird if that's how they were hiding aliens from us. Well, let's just feed them to them. (laughs) Yeah. What are we going to do with these these 
Aliens. Or where would they never suspect to find aliens? I know, a free-range shrimp farm. Are they even free-range, or did we just make that up to you today? <laughs> I think we have. Did we just made that up, free-range shrimp? <laughs> we may have made it up. Wow. It's probably a lot more trouble than it's worth to build them little individual shrimp cages. Yeah. <laughs> and how much security is required for a shrimp farm? You it's know? not like they're running away. No, you know? no, I guess not. They're not swimming off anywhere. I did hear um, that there in World War II, um, Arizona was where they kept a lot of uh, like POWs. Oh, okay. And there were some uh, Germans who tried to escape, and they were going to. Well, part of their escape plan was they were going to get a raft and go down the Salt River, but. People who know Arizona know that the Salt River is dry yeah. like 80% of the year. And more so now that it's been all like dammed up. Is that? But even in the 40s, it. Yeah. It is that how people started doing tubing? Seasonal. Is that what you're saying? Is that how drunk college kids started doing tubing <laughs> down the Salt River? Was I, I guess because so. Of the German trying P to, uh, and the POWs? Trying to escape. From uh, POW camps, Maybe, so it yeah. started off like almost like an underground railroad type of thing. <laughs> In reverse, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, all right. I get yeah. that. I I have never been tubing on the Salt River. I haven't either. That's like one of those things that I never have to do. It just seems it's, like the most disgusting it's thing. Gross. Yeah, it seems it's more like really you're gross. flooding in yeah. a toilet than anything else. It's, yeah. yeah. Um, I went uh, my junior year of high school. For senior ditch day, uh-huh. tell my mom, um, <laughs> and uh, I was there with a bunch of older kids, and uh, it was amazing to be around like older kids. So I was just quiet and absorbing and taking it all in. But uh, one, it, and we got out to the lake at like nine or ten o'clock in the morning, and this one girl was already so drunk that she like threw up. Inside, she had her tube on the ground. Yeah. And for some reason, instead of like, I'm going to go over there and throw up, yeah. she threw up in her tube. Like, oh. Yeah. But it's a, it's a donut shape, so it was yeah. like, it wasn't like on her tube or anything. It was yeah. just weird. But then, the, and the main reason I remember this story is one of her friends walked up to her and, as like, uh, to try to comfort her take care of or whatever he looked down and went ew did you eat rice oh well there's the whole rice rotting <laughs> yeah. thing we're back, uh, to that now. Uh. back to uh yeah back yeah. to sushi Jeez, that sounds so much more exciting i think for our senior mm-hmm. ditch day in pennsylvania we went to burger king and got crowns because oh, we thought okay. that would be fun okay. because we were getting the, the cardboard crowns and went to the park and hung out and that uh-huh. was uh, that's pretty much the full extent of anything that went on and Probably got a little buzzed off a of Mountain Dew, but that was all the excitement then. Yeah. yeah, I don't. I probably did not participate in Senior Ditch Day. I probably went to. I was probably the only person in class. Like I, I didn't. I know I was because <laughs> the next year, because surprisingly, um, I was in very serious danger of not graduating. Yeah. So I was like there making up everything, and I was even taking extra classes in the afternoon into the evening yeah so like you see your year when you're supposed to be like i'm leaving at noon and 
hang ten and senioritis and all. It was that was not me at all. I had a terrible freshman year that I had to make up for. Oh um, man! And I didn't want to. I, I didn't want to. My brother was younger enough than me that he was going to be a freshman the next year. Yeah. So I wanted to be gone before he got there. Yeah. So I busted my ass and made sure I graduated. I just, I, we, I don't even know that we had a specific senior skip day. That one stands out in my mind, but it mm-hmm. seemed like we were skipping so much school that mm-hmm. it was like, oh, is this? No, this isn't it. No? Yeah. We're doing it next week? Okay. And yeah. it just never really worked out, but I, I skipped so much school that, uh, they told me that I had missed so much that I wasn't going to graduate. So I went mm. to my art teacher and said, hey, this is what's going on. I've been skipping school. Can you say that I've been in here working on stage crew projects? Because I was on stage crew. Oh. Can you sign off on this and say that you, can you account for wow. these 27 absences oh for my me? God. And he was retiring that year. And he said, sure, I don't care. And signed it. Oh, handed wow. back. Yeah. I was like, perfect. Um. <laughs> Yeah, when I was teaching, we had um, a couple years where, because it was always pretty easy to kind of audit those things and be like, get your parents to say, oh, no, he had uh, laryngitis or he had explosive diarrhea or whatever. But it got to the point where kids were just openly in my class telling me like oh it's so easy just go up there and tell them like I he goes I put on my form that my cat died yeah. and that's why mm-hmm. I wasn't in school yeah well like and it, we could sign ourselves out when we were 18 yeah. and they, there was nothing they could do about it because we yeah. were legal adults so yeah. we would go every day you know whatever yeah. you wanted just sign yourself out and so. say see ya yeah, <laughs> yeah I, ne- I never I, mean, I never really ditched high school but I did this is a confession uh, my parents sorry to tell you this um made me go to religious education classes and i ditched that all the time i would go off and uh listen to punk rock cassettes and not be spiritually enlightened so that was my ditching mine was against god not against the school well i mean if you go big or go home right (laughs) yeah might as well damnation or bad grades i'll take damnation i that was surprisingly like i did i did fail one of my classes because i was late a lot and was missing a lot of stuff but yeah a lot of it was laziness i do remember one time though speaking of being late where i got there and everything was really like quiet and i'm like i have no idea what time it is this was before everybody had a phone when i didn't have a watch or anything yeah and I sat out in front of my first hour of class like where is everybody and then the the bell rang oh no that's what it was I thought I had missed first hour and I was there waiting for first hour to end so I could go to second hour and then the bell rang and all these kids came out and they were everybody from my second hour uh, and I, I had been sitting there for probably a half an hour yeah waiting waiting to go into the, the class, class that was yeah, yeah that was a that was already going on I'm like oh i feel like an idiot now yeah that's funny i still have dreams about stuff like that like roaming the halls of my high school and being in 
being okay. in areas I'd never been in before and mm. not knowing how to get back to where I have to be for a class. And mine at a small school was only three mm-hmm. floors a little tiny. It was oh, small, sure. but mm-hmm. I still had these dreams about just being down these long, huge hallways and mm-hmm. had to climb, like, almost like a video game. I had to get from level yeah. five to level two. How do I get there? And it's yeah. weird. Well, yeah, that's a unique twist on the going back to high school dream. Like, I just have yeah. the cliched one where it's like, oh... I haven't been to class this whole time, and now there's a test, and now yeah. I have to say, like, very, very stereotypical. I have, I have still occasionally will have the opposite one because I did, I used to teach. Yeah. And so I'll have the one where it's the first day of class, and I'm filling in for somebody, and their plans aren't there, and my plans are wrong, and it's not the class I'm supposed to teach, and nobody will settle down, and. Oh, Sometimes, like, ne- things nightmare. that never happened to me in real life. Yeah. Like, uh, like somebody's just openly defiant, or the whole class get decides to get up and leave. Yeah. And, uh, and then I wake up and I'm like, oh, wait, I don't ever have to do that again. Yeah. yeah that's All right. Nice. And then yeah. I'll put on a pair of sunglasses yes. and drive off in a convertible. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> what did you teach? I taught English. Oh, okay. To uh, sophomores and seniors. It doesn't seem like a big difference, but there's a lot of growing up in those two years. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I can see that. that uh, yeah. Hopefully, anyway. Hopefully yeah. there's a lot of growing up in yeah, those two years. Yeah, I hope so, yeah. <laughs> not, not always. It's, it's unevenly distributed. But, uh, yeah. yeah, the seniors were kind of like just really irresponsible adults. Uh-huh. But the, some of the sophomores were just nuts. And we had, we had a weird setup where... The junior high went through ninth grade yeah and they didn't get to high school until 10th grade so that was like they were brand new high schoolers oh, okay and so many of them were still kind of junior high yeah ish yeah we were seven so. through 12 all in mm-hmm. one building oh okay. so it was quite a range yeah. from one to the other and and um just on the the topic of graduation um we have Reach the commencement portion of this dun, of this podcast. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Are we allowed to throw our hats or no? <laughs> Please throw your hats right. up in the yeah. air. The future is yours. Yay. Do whatever yeah. you want. Webster's Dictionary defines uh, excellence. I don't know. Yes. Defines graduation as... Oh, that would be a great... <laughs> Great opening, uh, opening line. Webster's Dictionary classifies graduation as a noun, and it Today comes from the yeah <laughs> to graduate. Um, well, cool. Um, we usually like to kind of wrap things up and go around the table and see if you have any upcoming events to plug or projects or favorite shows on Netflix, that kind of thing favorite shows on netflix right now i'm watching uh anthony bourdain parts okay. unknown that's my netflix plug uh, uh-huh. i do the weekly show down at third space on thursdays at 7 30 and november 5th Fun. we're having jackie cation out for free oh cool yeah that does sound like fun yeah, yeah she is awesome and amazing audience you should go check that out yeah uh, let's see, Jeff. Do you have any uh, 
anything anywhere people can find you online um just find find me on twitter at j cardello and uh if you have netflix uh go check out those bbc nature documentaries especially the one of the ones concerning the ocean very beautiful oh yeah yeah if and this is very unlikely that you would have further questions about the ocean because i think we pretty much covered covered that topic yeah yeah but if you want to if you want to if if you want to see if their cinematography matches anywhere near the verbal tapestry that we've painted for you um spoiler it doesn't but (laughs) um i want to see the shrimp farm yeah the free range shrimp farm that sounds pretty fun um well let's see i'm going to uh be doing. I know last week we plugged our murder mystery improv oh, show yeah. that Jeff and I will both be doing. We're in that. Through the month of November. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Go check that out. Murdering and or being murdered. Yeah, but that's at the Torch Theater. Um, I'm on Twitter at rrlarson4. And my Netflix recommendation, the other day I was trying to remember some movie... That I saw as a kill a kid called Nine Seven Six Evil, which is about a kid who called one of those nine hundred numbers. This was like early nineties <laughs> when that was a thing. Yeah. And like unleashed a demon. Okay. And so I was like, I wonder if that thing really existed or if I made it up. So yeah. I started a- typing it into Netflix and I got as far as nine seven six and found instead their sample short film. which is like 20 minutes of a fountain and a guy sticking his hand in the water in and out of the water and it tests all the different fonts and colors and options that you can have for closed captioning on netflix so it's their their test short so i felt like okay i've probably exhausted netflix now if i've got you've reached the end of netflix (laughs) this is it yeah i'm gonna have to I have to call them up and be like, "Well, I really can't afford. I really can't continue to pay for the service because I've reached the end." Yeah, I, I binge yeah. watched it, and yeah. now I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. All right, awesome. And, and with that, uh, thank you for tuning in. Uh, thank you to our very special guest. Thank you. And yeah, and check us out on the uh, on the internet. Like our Facebook page. Share it with your friends. Trick them into liking it. Um, and maybe if you think we should have a, uh, a forum on Reddit, then uh, you should do that and not tell us about it. Or tell us about it. That's fine, too. Um, like us on iTunes. I don't know. What else are you supposed to tell people to do? Um, I... <laughs> Listen? Yeah, Listen. You can do that, too. That, that helps us. Listen to it. Listen yeah, listen to past and future episodes. And otherwise, enjoy your commute. Journey upon the ocean. Yes. All right, cool. Have a good night.